This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here and welcome to the Alpaca Tribe, the podcast for alpaca people. I've been musing about colour and recognising that there are many and varied with alpacas. What's the right colour for an alpaca? Well, there are 23 different shades that people talk about or could be identified. Slightly over the top, perhaps, but there are certainly a number of shades that go through white, off-white, the light, medium, dark fawns, and then into the browns, the light, medium, dark. But brown is very definitely different to the fawn colour and particularly seen when you open up the fleece and get down to see it at skin level you can then detect that the fawn and brown are different colours and then through into dark black those that look black and those that are real blue black it's a definite definite black Millie who's the the matriarch the older female in the group she's black but her offspring almost invariably will tip over into brown before the end of the season and before we do the shearing. And sometimes it can be clearly brown, but down at skin level it looks black, but on the outside it tends towards the brown and it's to do with the sunlight, etc. But some will stay looking really jet black. There's the range of colours. Which is the best colour for an alpaca? What's the most valuable colour? It has changed over time. When we started, the main concentration of breeding and effort into producing fine and dense fleece had been with the white. The white fibre allowed for dyeing, so you could go any direction, any colour. And there was also then an interest in the natural shades, so that nothing was dyed, it was just the natural shades. And the quality of the colours going through to the darker ones has improved dramatically. And that's because there's been so much more effort and interest shown in breeding for quality. A lot of that driven by the show ring. And if there's an awful lot of people taking white animals to the show and less of the darker colours, that's the place to try and get some success. So it's changed over time. Does the colour have any effect on the quality of the fleece? Well, not directly, I think it is to do with that range of interest and amount of effort put into breeding the different colours. So over time, it's changed. So you can have top quality fleece of any colour. Having gone through to the point of improving the blacks to such a high standard, where do you go after that? Well, there's a lot of effort now gone into looking at developing grey alpacas, and they are not ordinary at all they are amazing beautiful animals and we definitely don't have one (laughs) apart from when it rains and when they roll and then they all look gray we have welsh gray that's different again so when you're looking at animals in a field you do have to recognize that you're not seeing necessarily the full color range that you would when you see them in the barn and you can open the fleece down at skin level You'll see the length of the fleece, the fibre, that it goes from the true colour at skin level and usually gets darker towards the tips as it's got more and more dirt in it. So 
processing the fleece, washing it, cleaning it, removing all that dirt will bring out that brightness, that full colour and give you something that you can produce amazing quality products with. So if you're starting out, what colour should you go for? Well, that comes down to your choice, really. If you're going to be breeding and producing animals, then you need to take into account the, the bloodlines and try and get an understanding of what kind of offspring the male and females have been producing. The genetic mix, it's always going to be something of a lottery as to exactly what you get, but generally, if you stick true to the, the colour, you will stay with that colour range, so it might vary slightly in terms of being a light fawn to a dark fawn, but it's unlikely that you'll suddenly jump to black or to white. But if you're introducing more colour variation genetically, then you can end up with some surprises. And we've had one of the, the brightest, whitest career that was ever born to us was from a really dark brown female. And that was a surprise. And we've also had some others where we had a white career that was born to a black female. So you've got what you can see, the phenotype, and what is there in terms of the genetics, the genotype. And that isn't always visible, of course, and therefore you're not quite sure when you do the matings exactly what will result. So it's always an exciting time when the career are born to see just what colour it's going to be and to see how that then develops. So choice of colour, if you're starting out, is down to your preference. And if you're going to have a few in a field as pets, then it's a question of what's going to be attractive to you. So do have a good look around, check out the different kind of mixes, check out what it is they look like and what it is that you want. Go back to my earlier question of what's the right colour for an alpaca. It's the colour that you want it to be. Enjoy exploring. So I've come down to feed the alpacas in the afternoon. It's tea time. And they're all pretty good in terms of being dry and therefore fluffed up. So they've got a pretty good covering of, of fleece at the moment. Thinking about colours and the range here, I mean, some of it is definitely dirt. And that will become evident when we do the shearing. And looking at Millie's, and she's quite short now because she's a bit older. And a few grey hairs sneaking in there as well. So the youngsters have got some quite nice looking fleece. We'll have to wait and see exactly what it is like once we get it off. But there's a nice range of colours. We've got a few light ones that will have some nice... Yeah, there's going to be some nice... No one is objecting. Somebody getting too close to where she is. Hello, Owen. How are you? I bring brown girl. And she stands so tall, she actually ends up... She turns around and she's nose to nose with you, but she likes to come, come behind you and have a sniff. But she's pretty friendly. Each year, when we have the babies, it changes the colour of the animals in the field. You get a general feel of them being very light or very dark. And then particularly when you sell some, etc., then it changes the, the look in the field as well. 
So that's what I was saying earlier about what, what is it that you want when you're looking for something to get a sense of what it's going to be like. Do you want predominantly white or lighter coloured animals in the field or you want to mix? And that kind of range of shades showing. So it's useful to try and get around, see a few in groups so you can decide on what they, they look like and what it is you want it to look like for you. Because you're going to spend time around them, you want something that's going to look attractive for you, to you and for, for your setting. It would be nice if we could work out what colour you can guarantee is going to come, but it's just not possible. And I think you just accept and enjoy whatever arrives. The food has reduced in the buckets inside, so they're all crowding around the same one now. You get, you must be pregnant. I think you're you're getting really grumpy, girl. I think you must. Be, I think she must be pregnant. This one, that's Betsy. Millie's genes being expressed, not so much in colour but in behaviour. Hello, yes. But she's been bossy about one of the older ones. So Nier is getting edged out. <laughs> it's interesting, this dynamic that is there. So they're in and they'll have the feed and then they'll disappear out again. And earlier in the week, we've had a swing from it's like 17 degrees centigrade a few days ago. And then it's been sub-zero at night now and it's been cold all day. And we've had a bit of snow it's disappeared now, but we had a bit of snow in the air and a little bit lying. And a 20 degree difference in a few days, which is a bit drastic. But uh, they'll take themselves out again and they'll settle somewhere down near the lake. And they'll find a comfy spot and some will be near the hay and some will be elsewhere. I'm being investigated by a couple of the youngsters who decide it's very strange for you standing here <laughs> talking to my telephone. Hello, how are you? What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> she's kind of bumping into this little Evanui and she's deciding that she needs to demand some attention by bumping into some of the others. There we go. Well, hopefully it's going to be a sunny little bit before the sun goes down and goes cold again. So you can enjoy being in the sun, girls. There we go. So thanks for being with us. Hope you have a good week. And if you get a chance, go spend some time with an alpaca and have a look at their colours. <laughs>